Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. Not just a full cast. No, no, no. It's a 40 for 40. That's right. We give the approximate amount of time every bowl deserves, and then we just sort of move on, which that might be. How, how is that different from what we regularly do? Um, it's happening in December, and it's got exciting sponsors like Shady Mortgage Companies. No, they're leaving. The, the They're leaving the Music City Bowl, I think, in two years. No, but they picked up the Arizona Bowl. Remember, oh, yeah. every bowl game, at least one bowl game by law, has to be sponsored by a company that probably will, in the next couple of years, be served scary federal subpoenas. I, the, the interesting thing about all bowl sponsors is they'll all sell you a mortgage. Like, you go to Belk and you bring the paperwork, they'll, they'll mortgage you a house. They don't care. And fuck Belk. Wow. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Now we're now we're off and running. No, no, I decided we were gonna pick a fight with one of these bowl games because one of them are interesting and sorry, Belk, you're it. Fuck yeah. complete fuck you too. It's uh, also the one the one of the few ones that pays attention to us. Yeah, so I like that choice though, because we know they'll we know they'll hear it. Oh, I got them blocked on Twitter because they're so fucking thirsty. Ooh, wow. damn. You're not wow. Belk. I block everybody. Hey, Belk, Belk Bowl, if you're not scared, you'll you'll fly us into for your game and put us up in nice accommodations, and then we'll fight. Wait. Unless you're scared. Man, I've been there for the ACC championship game, and that's bad enough. I'm not going there when it's a neutral site. It's weird, by the way, that, you know, South Carolina and UVA in that game, you know, you have not blocked, and that'll be the only block in this game with that bowl game. Like, woo, that's going to be a mess. We really right. want to bring that many white nationalists into Charlotte. Um. Jason, do you want to explain the background noise for our listeners? Yeah, those are cats that aren't mine. So, uh, daughter's playing Minecraft. Um, she she's going to bed soon, so the the ambiance will die down. But I've decided to just let it ride because earlier she she was eating cake, and when you eat cake in this game, it makes a disgusting belch noise. Can you can you run that back for us? Yeah. Can you can you do the cake sound again? Yeah. She's climbing up the ladder to demonstrate. One more time, cake sound. Isn't that awful? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's when you when you belch like that, you need to go see a doctor. Yeah, you need especially to, you, from cake. Like cake shouldn't produce that noise. Well, I mean, I like immediately is the thing. Right. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. We're trying to sell some belk belk stores here. We're not trying to disgust everyone. I know. Okay, man. you're now you're gonna dive down there into the cat land. All right, here come the cats. That down poor cat has yet to make an appearance on this program. What bowl are we on? I got lost. The Music yeah. City Bowl. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive right into it with our first forty for forty, which is the Music City Bowl. What? Why are you saying it like it's movie phone? Wait, hold on, because. Because like <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good though. That I think that is a fit actually. That was the last time anyone cared about Music City Bowl. Thank you for calling Music City Bowl. <laughs> if you're looking for Purdue, press one. <laughs> if you're looking for Auburn, ha ha. Because this is disappointment. Because I don't know if you remember. I know, back before the season, Auburn, Auburn. Um, if we said you ended up in the Music City Bowl, oh, no, 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 that was not going to do. 
that was not going to do at all. And now, kind of feels like a miracle they're here. Well, so, I mean, I think it, miracles are all around in this game. Both of these coaches are still with their teams. And if you had told me that was the case in, like, early November, I would have I would have said no way. But they are. So we don't have to ask why or it's why. It's a Music City miracle. It's a Music City miracle. Which... The first time anyone has ever used that term to refer to a sporting thing. Ever. Right. So That's if right. you were to call Movie Phone for the Music City Bowl, uh, number one would be press one for Kentucky. <laughs> because they've been there five times. Press two for disappointing Tennessee team. Wait, no, we're not in a bowl. <laughs> no, I know. We're just talking about we're, generally. We're just talking about where people might be looking for Tennessee. <laughs> I was like, man, I was so happy to be able to turn my brain off for this part of the season. You'll probably, you'll probably never guess for who who would be number two on that on the movie phone on the on the all time Music City movie phone. Yeah, uh, is it a big? Is it an ACC team? No. Is it a Big Ten team? Yes. Press two for a Big Ten team. Uh, Northwestern? Northwestern? No. Oh, damn it. It's in the Big Ten. Recency bias. Minnesota showing times are... (laughs) Wait, wait. 11 a.m. Central. Minnesota beat Alabama in a Music City Bowl, didn't they? Wait, what? Yes, that's canon. And uh, it was this century, too. They did now. Wow. Yeah. My my favorite Music City Bowl memory of all time was when Kentucky played Florida State in this bowl game and oh, God. had something like 32 players suspended due to academic fraud. Not the usual, ah, you know, we got one or two guys out. Nope, two whole recruiting classes, y'all. Did they still win? Um, no, no. No, uh, Kentucky won. Kentucky won. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky won because they, they can beat Florida State. This uh, was 2007, of course, when Kentucky beat the number one team in the country in triple overtime. Uh huh. So, of course, their season ended with beating basically a Division two team. That's oh, what sweet music to my ears that is. Appropriate because this is this is the it's the Nashville Bowl, which, by the way, halftime halftime does not feature featured musical entertainment from Music City. It does not. Like, if I were to just guess, no, they're all getting ready for the Super Bowl. That's that's right, because otherwise I'd be like, you wouldn't get Luke Brian for this. You get Brian Luke, right? Right. Brian Luke, or who's 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 Derek's Bentley? Who is that? Derek's? Who's Burks Dentley? Who's Dork Bentley? Who's Mitchell Tenpenny? Mitchell Tenpenny is an actual name. Y'all are never gonna believe who I saw as the face of the Gildan ad in the store over the weekend. Derek's Bentley. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Broke Shelton. Kip Moore. Horace Anthony in the crates. Mo Kipper. Smoke Dallas. Corn Elder. I'm sorry, did you say Smoke Dallas? Smoke Dallas. Are we running through Auburn's roster? Steve A. These are people, who, uh, this is the Nebraska quarterback. Oh, I was chart. thinking of Smoke Monday, sorry. Sonic the Hedgehog, Ben and Carp, Mariella Tubbs, Brodarius Ham, The Blowfish, Local Favorite, Skark Tutwiler, and my favorite band, Seven Guys Named Luke. The best part, you know, there's a Luke? 
this is this is bringing it back to the the Star Wars story about when they cloned Luke. Y'all y'all can go find that one in the archives. But that's a band now. Yeah. By the way, one of those names is real. Mitchell Tenpenny. Mitchell Tenpenny is an actual country music singer. It's I I like that Nashville has exploded so much now that it's sort of like when um like how Michael Keaton is not Michael Keaton's name it's Michael Douglas but that was already what? taken when that was that was already taken when he uh was getting a SAG card and they have they have a rule that's like you know we we're not doing multiple people with the same name so he changed it to michael keaton because he's a buster keaton fan so that's sort of what being a a country huh. musician in nashville is now you there you just show up and you're like well my name's this and they're like well that one's taken so uh good luck it's wild that the name young thug was still available it's pretty lucky <laughs> yeah, like, right <laughs> that's just you, the obvious one nobody really picked up on it know? was hiding in plain sight all along Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like I, do you wonder if the mc handle like good rappers out there <laughs> good rapper nobody <laughs> nobody took that Hold on, i'm gonna see if i'm gonna see if speaking good of music city that would be that would actually be nashville's best rapper ever mc good rapper mc good yeah great sorry yeah. sorry young buck sorry young buck i was gonna say my number one young buck number two good MC, rapper MC good. <laughs> Young Buck featuring MC Good Rapper. It's got the city on smash. Yeah. <laughs> Good Rapper off of Young Life Records. That's, I would I would remind everybody that there are reasons to watch this game. Uh, they're all Rondale Moore. All of them. They're all mm-hmm. Rondale Moore. Do you like watching somebody complete seven-yard passes at like a 52% completion rate? Cool. That's what Jared Stidham's for, okay? But if you want to watch somebody who's actually like Hot grease on fire every single time he touches the ball. Rondale Moore, who for some reason is at Purdue and as a freshman squatted, I don't know. I Look up the numbers. I think it was 1,400 pounds, something like that. Oh, we know the reason he's at Purdue. Because of Louisville's former head coach fucked up. <laughs> Louisville? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some college very near Rondale Moore's uh, place of residence. Just decided, eh, who needs that guy? Oh, yeah. uh, so so Purdue yeah. and Auburn, they've never played each other, but uh, I did History, find college football history <laughs> in the making. <laughs> <laughs> you would think this would be one of the greatest rivalries of them all. Oh, um, man, Auburn, Auburn, Purdue is a great fake country name. Hey, y'all, I'm Auburn, Purdue, and I'm here to play some terrible pop country for y'all. I'm Two, three, four. Florida Georgia line. Boat <laughs> Dallas. From the Auburn Purdue line. <laughs> the Auburn uh, Purdue line. Auburn by three and a half, by the way. Yeah, this isn't as much of a culture clash as either school would like to think. So, uh, Purdue, which state are they from? Indiana. Uh, yeah. So, there is yeah. an Auburn, Indiana. Um, the most famous moment in the history of the town is when John Dillinger. Bank robber scourge of the Midwest. Right before his biggest job, he decided he didn't have enough guns. So what he did was he went around and started robbing police stations. <laughs> the first one he hit was him and two guys walked into Auburn, Indiana's police station and said, all right, clear out the whole armory. Walked out of there with a Tommy gun, bulletproof vests, all the other weapons. And the two cops are just sitting there like, well, we just got robbed by John Dillinger. And that was the greatest moment in Auburn, Indiana history. Let's get work. 
honorary Miami Hurricane John Dillinger. All right, now now we have to move on to the next bowl. Yeah, yeah, we'll hit him with the welcome. Hold on. Welcome to the shutdown full cast forty for forty four. You don't you don't have to you don't have to do the full welcome. I'm gonna no let him cook. That it doesn't feel right without the welcome break. Yeah, fine, fine. Are you going to introduce us again? We're killing, we're killing airtime here. Now, oh, you, yeah, because you know we're real precious about that. Now you just made the me. The FCC do. Yeah. is going to be on us. I'm sorry, Spencer. Start over. Welcome to the camp. No, world. no, no. Run it back. They didn't hear you. They didn't hear you. What? 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 Welcome <laughs> to the shutdown full cast. This is our forty for forty for. The Camping World Bowl. The Camping World Bowl. It's a world of camping out there, folks. And you need to get into it. <laughs> That's some prehistoric shit. Yeah. You know who's gonna be you know who's gonna be camping? As in as in outside the stadium, as in as in pooping outdoors. As in not there, as in prepping in the wilderness, lifting logs and living in a barn. Will Greer, Will Greer. quarterback for West Virginia. Doing the the man with a mountain scene whole... tattooed on his arm isn't at the Camping World Bowl. Jeremiah yeah. Johnson, yeah, because they're too. Because that's cor- that's corporate camping. He likes off the grid. He doesn't want. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm saying, tracked. I'm saying the cap. This is a big loss for the Camping World. The man has the man has pine trees all over his arm, and yeah. and the CW couldn't even lock him down. Yeah, he's he's going to be out camping for the NFL. That's what he's going to be hunting. Ooh. For bucks in the NFL. I hate you. That's what he's going to be doing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we know, but why? <laughs> no, it's, we're not going. No, just keep going. God damn it. That's okay, because at least you'll have, like. This picture of two baby donkeys snuggling. Oh, that's cute. You know what else reminds me of two baby donkeys snuggling? His friendship with starting left tackle, Yadni Kajust. Yeah, that's right. And you know who else isn't going to be at the bowl game? Guess who else is out there with Will Greer camping, looking for looking for treasure out in them NFL wildernesses. Yeah, Dana might as well. That would be the best if Dana was like, for my own professional interest, I too have chosen not to play <laughs> in the camping world. Ball. You're on your own, Jack Alice. Are you taking another job? No, I just got shit. I got I got to do stuff. Can you just pick this one up for me? Can I just switch ships? That'd be good, because I don't think it's going to go well, and I'd rather not be there. I'll cover you on Easter. That's not really a thing for me, so. Yeah, like, I was, I read, saw an interview with a airplane pilot once, like, for a major airline who was involved in a serious wreck, right? Like a crash. And he uh, was asked, well, what would you do differently that day if you could? And he was like, I would have called in sick. <laughs> And I always think that about bowl games like this, where all of a sudden Dana just has to run it as a scrimmage because he's got first-time starter, sophomore Jack Allison rolling out there, right? Jack Allison, who clearly already sounds like a World War I martyr, right? Like, yeah. young Jack Allison went to Verdun, and he performed at 13. at 13. At good with a squirrel rifle, adept with the instincts of a mountaineer, he performed well, killing 148 Germans until he was felled by the nasty Hun. Yeah, that, that's that's what I think of when I think of Jack Allison. And that ain't good, because he's going to be going up against an extremely motivated Syracuse team. 
because Syracuse, the last time Syracuse won nine or more games, when was that? Uh, 1992, right? No, no. You're, you're actually more pessimistic than even I was when I looked this up. 2000. Close. 2001. All right. Do you remember? No. <laughs> when Syracuse won 10 games, they won 10 games in 2001. I, I would not describe the Syracuse defense as re- resembling trench warfare, though. Mm, they don't move much. <laughs> Maybe the trench warfare once the tanks got involved. Maybe if we're talking about the dysentery and letting things run through you. Yeah, maybe. I, I think it, the Syracuse defense reminds me of the uh, the first Christmas in, in, in the trench warfare when everyone just said, fuck this, let's play soccer. That's that, that's pretty, like, other than Eric Dungey, the only other player that people I think can readily name is Eric Zimmett, right? The kicker who I did see at the college football awards and he is younger than any of us ever were. None of us were ever as young or shiny as Syracuse's kicker. They, their defense is better than they have been. They're not great. They're only 60th in S and P, but they are, they're not like abjectly. Terrible. Yeah. They're not Oklahoma bad, but they used to be Oklahoma bad. Sure. It's Andre Zimmett, by the way, don't correct me. I already corrected my, I just wanted to call everyone on Syracuse. Eric, they're all avatars of Eric Dungey. <laughs> all of them. This will be, I think, the, uh, the, the finale for Eric Dungey, who I think is a people's Heisman great, because Eric Dungey has been... Eric Dungey has been through some things, man. Eric Dungey has been hit, injured. Every single game that you see with Eric Dungey, they're like, I don't know. He might have a lacerated liver, but, you know, hey, he's coming out for the second half. There he goes. I mean, I hope it's the last game for him. Me too. Damn. This dude <laughs> is this dude is like he sacrificed so much for football. <laughs> Would be no. one way to put it. I saw some some Dino Babers making comments about his potential in the NFL and I thought, "No. Oh, no. no, no. Give him a third string gig. That's all I want for Eric mm-hmm. Dungey. I don't want him to ever play football ever again." Yeah. And I say that with the utmost respect. Holder. 10-year holder in the NFL, Eric Dungey. Yeah. Shouts out to that future person that I am willing into existence because I love Eric Dungey. He's been a great college quarterback. He's pulled some outstanding upsets straight from his painted asshole, like the defeat of Clemson at home uh, last year. But I don't, I, don't see anything, uh, I don't see anything that says that he is not the people's Heisman because we got to give him an award now because he's not. I would like to read you two Eric Dungy um, headlines from this season. These are not from SB Nation. They're from two different sources, but they're a week apart. The first headline from November 17th. Eric Dungy's Syracuse career may be over after a likely back injury. Dude, nah. I think I've seen that headline like nine times. Hold Can't on. Can't fool me. Don't fall for it. Hold on. On November 24th. And this headline is from Syracuse.com. Syracuse, Syracuse football QB Eric Dungy quote, healed like Wolverine <laughs> before six touchdown game at Boston College. And where is Syracuse? In Canada. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Made some money with some duty-free smokes. And and like Wolverine, like you're like, do you really want to be doing this? 
Can't you just still be happy somewhere? <laughs> were you were you something else and then you were part of some sort of shady Syracuse quarterback experiment? He's been trying to quit this shit for a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> just just let me die, Bub. We've literally seen... tried to die in World War II and it didn't take. We've seen the video though. This is how he restores himself. If you've not seen it, Eric Dungey for a class project did a video where he poured grape soda all over his shirtless, writhing uh, form, dancing. That's how he does it. He goes, he gets grievously injured, and then he heals like Wolverine as long as somebody is pouring some flavor of grape fago all over him. Coating himself in adamantium. Yeah, adamantium's not real, but grape soda is. So you work with what you got. Checkmate. That is how Wolverine dies, though. He uh, he gets buried in adamantium. So that's probably what Eric Dungey's trying to do. Damn. Also, that didn't work either. So Damn. <laughs> Eric Dungey's like, I'm coming back for a fifth year grad school. <laughs> Old man Logan, Eric Dungey. <laughs> that's that's the thing is go back and look at how many times Eric Dungey's career has been over and in doubt. It's like the last three years. They're like, sorry, I don't know if Dungey's really going to make it back onto the field. Much less back to school. No, you watch. <laughs> this is in Orlando, one of seven bowl games. I think that's seven that sure. uh, takes place in Orlando. I did look up the lowest rated Orlando tourist attractions. Uh, Magical Midways, pretty low, mostly. What is, what is that? Yeah, Magical Midway is kind of one of these grab bag roadside attractions that consist of like a poorly maintained go track, a a I believe a merry-go-round, a one of those, I don't know what you call it with the swings, like one of those mm-hmm. swing things that Oh, know. this is where when you're taking your Oh, kids, like a sex swing. When you're taking your kids yeah. to Orlando, but you've been banned from Universal and Disney, and you're like, Where are we gonna go? And you're like, Well, got one place left. It's also, place. my daughter's no longer in here, so I can say that. For people yeah. like me. It's day three, it's day three Orlando when dad miscalculates the amount of cash he has doesn't want to put it on the credit card and goes, well, $80 is going to have to do for today. Let's go to Magical Midway. I did look up the Magical Midway uh, website. They have a slingshot. The slingshot is the attraction that consists of a pair of seats inside a metal ring that is suspended on two huge bungee cords uh, strung to poles that you pull down, sit in, and then everybody screams and cries and says, my God, why did I do this? Nothing about this is fun. I have seen terror and I want to die. And this will be the last thing I remember before I actually die in order to not regret departing this life. They have one of those. And if you get on it and you're a Syracuse fan or a West Virginia fan, you get whatever you deserve because that thing hasn't been inspected in decades. Unless you're Eric Dungey. <laughs> Eric Dungey broken in half during a tragic... Magical Midway Slingshot Act. It's expected to miss two drives. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're going to do during the broadcast of this game. It's going to be like the montage of like the fellas taking in the sights of Orlando. <laughs> there goes Eric Dungey. He found a gator. <laughs> it ate him. Anyway, he's on the field. Yeah. Jack Allison, the quarterback, is going to be starting for West Virginia. I would point out he's a transfer from the U. And this is his big return to Florida. Counterpoint. Your big return to Florida is going to Orlando. Enjoy it. It's counterpoint. He's not in the pinstripe bowl. Oh man, that's a yeah. yeah where, where do you guys want to go for the pinstripe bowl? Yeah, we're taking the team to a Dwayne Reed. Yeah, woo! Dwayne Reed gift certificates. Oh, we don't honor those. Sorry. 
Do we remember in this game, um, because these were these, these teams were actual rivals for a while, do we remember the 1992 game? Oh, yeah, vividly. The, uh... Yeah. <laughs> it had an event. Um, Syracuse quarterback Marvin Graves starts a big old fight on the sideline. Um, and in all of that, a West Virginia DB gets ejected and shortly after that, Graves throws the winning touchdown to the guy who replaced the West Virginia DB who got ejected. <laughs> That's smart. That's how chess works. Without this, this this helped secure uh, Syracuse's basically their second best season since 1959. <laughs> so without that underhanded chicanery, they would, have bas- they would have had one really good season since then. Imagine trying to explain or motivate anyone on either of these teams with that. So... The year's 1992, and they're like, whoa, did they have bones? That's when my mom was born. If you're worried about uh, uh, password security in 2018, you're like, oh, i got to think of a password that other people won't guess. Go with 1992 Syracuse football, all one word. (laughs) Nobody will ever guess that. Whoa, was that back when the Carrier Dome didn't have air conditioning? Uh (laughs) That technology still hasn't made its way up there. Oh wait, it it has right. They put it in this year. I think they're. Pl- like I think they're planning on it. I don't think. Oh, uh, okay. Wow, they got awful soft nose once Scott Schaefer was out the place. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And this isn't just for guys with dysfunction, it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your free shipment with the use of our promo code SBNATION. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code SBNATION, to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Um, all right. Next, well, go ahead. Just do it. <clears throat> oh, no, it's a special one because this is in San Antonio. Yeah. Bienvenido! Al's <laughs> cut down fullback! <laughs> this is the preview for the Alamo Bowl! Didn't even get the sh- name of the show right. That's fine. No! Que lastima! No! I can do it's it again. You know, no, it's fine. it's fine. Yeah, do it again. The shutdown full cast. Just edit it. We'll drop it there. It's hot. Oh, yeah. Because you know the rigorous editing pro- process I go through on this show. Can you do it in Chinese now? Uh, yeah, I'd have to, I forgot how to say welcome. So that's okay. going to be a problem. We'll do that for, we'll do that for the Belk Bowl. Because... <laughs> Perfect for the Belk Bowl. That's where all their clothes are made. Yeah. <laughs> Found on bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Alamo Bowl in beautiful San Antonio. This is our preview. We're going to devote exactly as much time as it requires. This 
this is for my money one of the weirder more intriguing but also weirder and by that i mean interesting but i don't know how interesting because i have no idea how these teams actually match up this would be washington state versus iowa state this is this is a wife swap bowl game this is where it's like he's his family doesn't listen to music and they only eat mayonnaise and ozzy osbourne's going to be their dad for a week and it's like ugh, come on stop Michael it it's just pretty it, it, that pretty much is ozzy osbourne right just a guy who walks around going i used to do a bunch of really weird stuff you know the first crazy train left for the west coast <laughs> funny thing about the crazy train <laughs> Uh, I will just say, before anything, these two teams should enjoy the hell out of this. If we find out later, they go, man, you know how teams go to bowl games and they come back later and their expenditures exceed their actual revenue from the bowl game by, you know, $100,000, $200,000. I want both of these teams to come back and be like, shit, we're bankrupt. What the hell did we do in San Antonio? Because you know the next time you're getting to a bowl game this nice – you don't know. Don't take this for granted. You're Washington State and Iowa State. You go, oh, next year will be better. Who says? No, 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 no you won't. No. You, you will not. It, it ain't happening. You think you're going to get Gardner Minshew again? You think you're going to hold on to Matt Campbell this long? Oh, no, no, no. That milk's already several days past expiration date, okay? It's going. Matt Campbell's milk. That's it. It'd be huge in Ames. Be like, I only drink Matt Campbell's milk. Matt Cowbell. But yeah, like, go ahead, enjoy the hell out of this. If there's irresponsible outrage stories about like these public universities spent three million dollars just to go to this bowl game and now they're in debt. Yeah, that's right. I bet Paul Johnson's been milked. Moonshine <laughs> <laughs> comes out. I was thinking of coaches that have probably hooked themselves up to milking machines and he was first. I'm doing it to feed my family. I was thinking about coaches that have probably hooked themselves up to milking machines. Oh, like you weren't also. Come In on. this case, no, I wasn't. Never figured yep. you for a quitter, Ryan. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you uh, damn well did. <laughs> the line is currently uh, Wazoo by three and a half. Which makes sense, which makes sense to me because I think Iowa State's a little banged up in the secondary, and in addition to that, we got Gardner Minshew, the nibbler. Gardner Minshew never like he will throw downfield, but man, that dude will hit a check down like he just threw a TD. The constant gardener, <laughs> just constantly gardening his way down the field, just digging and scratching. <laughs> One row of turnips at a time. That's what that movie's about, right? I've never seen it. Yep, you, you nailed it. This is an infinite improvement on the NFL. Jason, did you are you betting on this game? Uh, this particular one, let me see. Uh, what date are these games on? December. No, I'm not seeing this one here. Good, thank you. Yeah, this is on uh, this is on Friday, December 28th. Which man, that 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 whole slate starting at 1:30, like goes Music City, Camping World, and finishes with the Alamo. That's pretty hot. That's a good solid day. Yeah. Um, three game Big 12 Alamo Bowl streak on the line. I do think if uh, Iowa State wins this game, the Big 12 needs to start bragging about that more openly. Why not? We own mm-hmm. the Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. San Antonio could, is Big 12 country. You could invite UTSA. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I shouldn't. would. 
has Iowa State faced the sort of pass first air raid style team so far this year? Has that well, happened? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, Iowa. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of. No, because they ducked South Dakota State. You know, you don't really want to let the Jackrabbits in. Hard, they're hard to catch. Skittering all over that turf. I was kidding. They don't throw that much. Yeah, uh, they did face West Virginia, which when people say, oh, no, I'm just going to discount Iowa State entirely in this thing. I'm like, eh. They beat Texas Tech. Yeah. They beat West Virginia. They beat West Virginia down. They, be- they beat Oklahoma State. They also beat West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Stop it. See, we've got we've got them up to like seven and zero against West Virginia this year. That's it. I can't believe they only made the Alamo Bowl, beating West Virginia seven times. <laughs> A damn NBA series. They did have the one loss to West Virginia. Oh shit! They went seven and one against West Virginia. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That was a ranked team, despite the seven losses. So. Yeah. They were quality losses, though. <laughs> West Virginia's rolling into the Camping World Bowl four and seven. Is it possible we're discounting uh, them in this game because they barely beat Drake? Which, again, to end the year, Iowa State barely beat Drake. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't help. I mean, but come on. Do you think they were? Do you think they remembered? This is still my thing. I think half the people in that team didn't remember they were playing Drake. I don't, I don't think you should have to, to beat Drake. Yeah. They beat Drake. Yeah, but not by They three. almost didn't. Yeah, they beat Drake, okay? they Listen, that's all I'm saying. Don't mm. count that game. That's not real football. That okay. it, it counted. That's like okay. when Alabama That's like when Alabama schedules their, like, triple option team and allows, like, ooh, 100 yards rushing. Jump. And wins by 40 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama, they're not Iowa State. Iowa State can't do that. When Iowa State phones it in, they lose. Drake isn't the Citadel. <laughs> you hear that, Iowa State? You're on the way to Alabama. <laughs> One second. One, one, we're going to have to pause here. There's been a spill. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh. The, tra- the traditional Alamo Bowl spill. Brought to you by Swiffer. Just, that's lots. What do you need? Uh, meanwhile, let me hit you with an Alamo Bowl fun fact. <clears throat> Paul Wolf's only Power 5 job since cratering Washington State. Does anyone know what it was? Uh, I assume it was a coordinator job. No. What? He got a head coaching job? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Was it a... <sighs> he was at USF for a little while, wasn't he? Oh, you said mm-hmm. Power 5 job. Power, power Sorry. 5 only, please. Uh, I guess it must have been at Iowa State. Otherwise, I don't know. But what could he have possibly done at Iowa State? He was a volunteer for Paul Rhodes for five what? games. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I we don't he give was Iowa an State am- amateur credit. student athlete coach. Jesus Christ! Do you think like at Nick Saban's like coach refurbishing plant where they bring in the student athlete coaches who just do it for the love of the game that they make them go to class? Like they yes. have to go to math class and yes, and they live in the dorms and they're on the meal plan. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Just just getting the classes you want. Because you, you're not getting first priority. You got to wait like, oh, my God. Blogging like, on to whatever system they use. Ugh, garbage. That, like Tosh Lupoy has to come like check your classes to make sure you're there. Yeah, 100%. Because 
Coach Saban, Coach Durkin wasn't in philosophy class today. Do you think they'd have how much work do you think Paul Wolf would have to put in Alabama before he gets a, a, a bigger job there? So, like, we know how Bama works. They got, like, the line of succession to become mm-hmm. OC. And once you're OC for exactly 12 games, you become a head coach. Right. But I would imagine Paul Wolf, would, it would take him, like, 10 years to climb that chart. Like, Stark would return. Kiffin would return. Loxley will be back in a few years. Hi, I'm 78-year-old grad assistant Paul Wolf. <laughs> the Wolf Man. I make $13,000 a year, and I'm happy for it. <laughs> Thirteenth, so it like inflation adjusted. That's like four bucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nick Saban is making a, like a quarter billion per year. We appreciate what Paul brings to this team. He's not allowed to answer any questions ever. <laughs> Don't look at him. You mean from the media? No, I mean ever from anyone. <laughs> I mean from me. Anyone? I don't ask him anything. I just can't get rid of the guy. What did we spill? Yeah, what was the <laughs> Was it like a whole damn fish tank? Was Spencer was Spencer dousing himself in grape soda? <laughs> I'm never gonna die. I'm, I'm gonna be Wolverine. You'll see. <laughs> did we spill Spencer? All right, we we will actually just wait for them to come back at this point, and I'll cut this. Later. No, nothing's getting cut. <clears throat> All right, well, you can do the next welcome. Oh, wait, we can do the next welcome, actually. It's fine. Uh Oh, yeah, let's get through this. Yeah. Welcome to the Peach Bowl preview. Fuck this Peach Bowl. All right, next we will move along to the Belk Bowl. Well, we should wait. We should wait for them for that, at least. Yeah, they can They can participate in the Belk Bowl preview. Um, okay. I th- so everybody's talking about Florida UCF for reasons. <laughs> but... I maintain that the funnier matchup in this bowl game would have been not Gators versus Knights, but UCF versus Michigan. Oh, my God. Why didn't we get that? Why didn't we get to see Michigan fans work themselves into a tizzy at the prospect of losing to UCF, the least Michigan school in the world? Which which prestigious athletic prestigious academic institution will be... Matching wits with <laughs> which center of research have you selected for us to contest? Ah, uh, the University of Central Florida. Ah, and their area of expertise: uh, drinking on a miniature golf course. I see. I see. <laughs> Looking at spaceships. Mm, they design spaceships. No, no, they watched them. Uh, arena football fighting. <laughs> I think the better part of this is this would have meant the Fiesta Bowl would have been LSU Florida rematch. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I see that brought Spencer back. Okay. Maybe. But just imagine the committee coming out like we felt uh, uh, we, we charge ourselves with booking at least one marquee matchup in the New Year's Six games. And we decided nothing could top LSU versus Florida. Storied national champions don't ask when. Uh, a matchup, a matchup <laughs> unseen in recent history. They have actually never played each other. And they get along very well. They, they love to travel places together. All right, now we can do the next one. Spencer, 
It's belt bell time. Welcome Woo. to the shutdown full cast 4440 for the Belk Bull. The hated Belk Bull. The, uh, the disgusting, bedridden, ugly Belk Bull. I still like the Belk Bull. I do too. I just thought we were doing a thing and now I feel like you abandoned me, so. <laughs> Unlike Ryan. Unlike Ryan. <clears throat> Notice a full hater. <laughs> Damn, why am the I the one bowl getting... And Christmas too. <laughs> what an asshole. What a stupid asshole Ryan the, is, right the, guys? The, we call him the belt Grinch. You might want khakis, but you're not getting them. Someone's been a naughty belk. That's please don't ever say that again. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this game is Virginia, the, South Carolina. There's gonna be a fight. This game is uh is it is it good? No. I guarantee you this game has no possibility of being good. Will it be the bad kind of good? Like the entertaining kind of bad? Possibly. It's South Carolina with nobody. Nobody on defense. If you want to know what kind of a year it's been for South Carolina, their defensive line, every single person on their depth chart has missed time due to injury. And that's not over because uh, Javon Kinlaw and uh, senior cornerback Keyshawn Nixon, yeah, they're, they're, they're out for this game. What about – can you name a list of all the very exciting offensive players uh, on the two of these rosters combined? Um, Debo Samuel, who's not playing in this game, if I am correct. Correct. Okay. Which means the entire list of very exciting offensive players is not participating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, I thought UVA had a def- decent quarterback this year. Did I make that up? I might have. Probably. Okay. Well. No, no, no. You did, you did not. You did not make that up. Bryce Perkins. Thank who's, you. Who's oh, very... Jesus, Jesus! What a UVA name. Yeah, he's very exciting in that Bryce Perkins made most of his best plays. Just you know, kind of making stuff up, man. <laughs> this is this is the new UVA quarterback rule. Your name has to sound like it can be insert that into named in um, insider tr- insider trading lawsuit. Like as long as it fits in there, or it sounds like an accounting firm that got busted for cooking the books. Bryce, oh, he was with Bryce Perkins. Oh, they went under three years ago. Embarrassing what they did. In, for the industry, that is. In scandalous circumstances. They've now, re-ban- they've now rebranded as... Perkins Bryce. Account sure. <laughs> your Virginia quarterback name is the most popular girl your senior year of high school uh-huh. and the most expensive store in your neighborhood that isn't a chain. Wow. Yeah, that's doable. Send us your UVA quarterback names. Thank you. This is the one game in this group I did bet on. I have UVA plus 4.5 just because I figure neither of these teams can score 4.5 points. But now you have to care about the Belk Bowl. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway. I, lo- I love the Belk Bowl. This game, not the Belk The Belk Bowl's already turned on me by now. I can tell. I love every Belk Bowl. It doesn't matter. I mean, if we're being honest, I'm going to watch every bowl. It's just that there's no way to avoid it. They might have already tweeted at you, honestly. Fuck. Fuck. Um, would we like a historical fun fact about the Belk Bowl? I would like to jump in first <laughs> with some, some history of the Belk Company 
from the Belk website. This is from Our History. <clears throat> 1888, William Henry Belk opens his first store in Monroe, North Carolina. With $750 in savings, a $500 loan, and $3,000 worth of goods taken on consignment. The business flourishes often through store partnerships with trusted businessmen. Next entry. 2010. Belk launches <laughs> a fresh new logo and like Jesus disappearing for a long time in the Bible. Mm. Belk wanders the wilderness and then returns with Miracles 3, modern Southern style. So they were using that 1888 logo until 2010. 2009 Belk logo. Yeah. Some shit that Jeb Belk drew a thousand years ago. <laughs> if the Belk history is to be believed, nothing changed at the company for like a, a hundred years plus. Almost 130 years. So we actually we have the same fun fact, except okay. I, took, I I got it. I got I got the real dirt. Okay. Oh, good. Thank I, you. I didn't take it from the government approved website. Um, yeah, belk <laughs> dot an official government <laughs> website. Belk .gov. So, do we know the name of that first store that um yes Theodore, Theodore Belk started? I I do. I do. Uh, okay. New New York Racket. New York Racket. Uh, was this in New York? <laughs> No, no. Wait, it was actually called New York Racket. It was called New York Racket. New York Racket. Which New York Racket is like nine people cussing at you because you're not walking fast enough. New York invented the milk bowl. Boom. Wait, racket as in what a racket or racket as in a tennis racket? I, th I think the former, like, you gotta come and see the, what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Or, hey, this is a scam. <laughs> also, uh, have we seen the slogan of the original Belk? I guess I guess it lingered for 113 years until modern Southern style. No, I have, I have not seen it. What no. was it? The cheapest store on earth. Which is quite a fucking claim. Like, like there wasn't no damn store in in um the Ottoman Empire, the collapsing Ottoman Empire that was yeah. cheaper than this. I mean, there are third world countries, bruh. You're you're telling me you're gonna undersell them? This okay. is okay. Have you noticed this theme and things that center around Charlotte? Right, like Rick, <laughs> like Rick Flair would always do that. He'd go, "I've been to all the great cities of the world: London, Paris, Charlotte." <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you. Ain't none of them got a cheaper deal. <laughs> he would name places in North Carolina, right? Like that. He'd be like, I've been to amazing places like Buenos Aires and Moscow and Boone <laughs> and Rome. Not and Wilmington. Not yet. <laughs> I'm planning on it, though. Not willing. All right. Do the last one. Oh, it's time for the last one. This won't be very long. So I'm going to hit you with a quick one. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast 40 for 40. This is our preview for the Arizona Bowl. <laughs> Woo! The Arizona Bowl. It's like the warm-up fiesta bowl for the Micron PC. I don't even know. It's it's like Arizona's Cure Bowl minus the charity. There is no cure for Arizona. 